0: are starting to happen because of the United Auto Workers strike. You've got layoffs going on not only in Michigan at a Ford plant, but Stellantis here in Indiana laying off 300 workers in Kokomo. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. 68 workers in Ohio. The strike in its sixth day yesterday, so seventh day. Today, get ready for more to go on strike tomorrow. No end in sight. Doesn't mean it couldn't end tomorrow. But there is no end in sight for this strike. Stellantis has offered more. They made a new contract offer after these layoffs uh, took place. This is a much different approach. As we know, as we have seen, a different uh, uh, kind of approach point of attack for the United Auto Workers. Sean Fain certainly trying to make a name for himself. I don't think he's a fool. I think he comes across like a jerk. That's, that's a personal take. I don't know if the rank and file loves him or not. I think what they want is to not have this happen. I think they just wanna get paid more, but they're not gonna get everything. The possible uh, plants going forward that might uh, involve a strike, a Ford plant in Louisville, possibly a GM plant in Arlington, and possibly a GM plant in Bedford, Indiana. That's what's going to potentially come. But we'll see what that is tomorrow. We will keep an eye on that. And as we discussed, the Biden administration via Department of Homeland Security... Going to be offering Venezuelan migrants work permits and protections from deportation. They are redesignating Venezuela for temporary protected status that would allow the 472,000 foreign nationals who have come to the country on or before July 31st to uh, apply, and therefore, you can't be deported. The border is hellscape. These are the facts. 18,000 encounters in July, I'm sorry, 180,000 encounters in July, August, the number is believed, the number may have already come out uh, between yesterday and today, Uh, the number is 230,000. In the past week, border border officials have made over 45,000 migrant encounters, ports of entry and between them. Multiple days of over 8,000 illegal immigrant encounters. Stop telling me that this is all about ports of entry and everything's fine. Nothing is fine. Nothing is good. Nothing is fine. This is happening, and we have an issue. And the people of New York and the people of Los Angeles, where uh, these people have been sent, uh, migrants have been sent, illegal immigrants have been sent, and rightfully so, the people who said to me, how dare you? The people who said to me, oh, sure, you're fine with shipping people around, like the Holocaust, right? Yeah, I admittedly, I did block those people on, on social media. I wasn't about to listen to, to fools. But that's what they said. No recognition of history, no recognition of the differences that these people came to the United States as opposed to Jews who were sent to their deaths. It's different in the two things. These cities are not working hard enough and if you think Indianapolis is immune, just wait. Eventually a bus will appear at the Julia Carson Transit Center. It's going to happen because it's going to happen everywhere. It's just a question of when. So why don't we do something about it now which involves an all of the above approach And the people who want open borders have to be dismissed as crackpots, freaks, losers, and despicable human beings. We have a border. We have standards. And if I was in charge, I would start with shutting it down. Until the problem is fixed, you can't let the problem go on. We can fix this. We just have to want to. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Our job is not to do what is politically convenient. Our job is not to take orders from the president, from Congress, or from anyone else about who or what to criminally investigate. As the president himself has said and I reaffirm today, I am not the president's lawyer. I will add, I am not Congress's prosecutor. Yes, the but Justice are you... Department Excuse works me? for the American Excuse people. Me. Our job uh, is to follow Clinton. the facts and the law. Uh, uh, no, sorry. Okay, I, I was I was asking a question. Are you Hunter Biden's lawyer, and do you make arrangements with other members of the federal government to make things easier on Hunter Biden? I, can that question be asked? I I think that question should be asked. Tony Katz, ninety three WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. Phone number 317-239-9393. Merrick Garland speaking to the Judiciary Committee yesterday. And I find Merrick Garland's anger and outrage to be um, near laughable. We will not be intimidated. We will do our jobs free from outside influence. And we will not back down from defending... Our democracy. Yeah, I think you're part of the problem. I think you're part of the problem. I don't know how the trust returns. I don't. In, in watching what has happened with Hunter Biden, I mean, just the... Uh, never mind Jack Smith, who uh, is indicting Trump regarding January 6th. But David Weiss, a special counsel... You can't pick somebody from within the government to be special counsel. Special counsel has to come from outside of the government. He did it. He did it. No one believes you regarding Hunter Biden why charges weren't brought earlier. No one believes that you didn't actually try and gum up the works. Don't ask for our respect. You're not a guy worthy of our respect. So we understand each other. Meanwhile, one of the big stories, developments yesterday is Chuck Schumer concedes to Senator Tuberville. And instead of putting all the nominees up at once, all of these military confirmations that Senator Tuberville has been putting a hold on, why? Because there is a desire to pay for abortions that happen across state lines and tuberville saying no we're not doing that in the military i won't i won't allow it we're not confirming anybody and schumer said we're confirming them all in one shot and tuberville said no you can go line by line if you want you can go person by person well schumer conceded yesterday that is the top story the Senate then moved to confirm General Charles Q. Brown Jr. as Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, taking over from Mark Milley. The vote was 83 to 11. What I didn't know about uh, Brown, he was the well, he was the Chief of Staff for the Air Force. Um, one of the things that he did. This is a memorandum from the Department of the Air Force, officer source of commission applicant pool goals. Diversity and inclusion are an essential part of our society and key to to the success of any organization. Oh, no. As such, this is the note from August of 2022. It is imperative that the composition of our military services better reflect our nation's highly talented, diverse, and eligible population. This memorandum updates Department of the Air Force applicant pool goals broken down by race, ethnicity, and gender. Critically, it it also continues our progress toward achieving a force more representative of our nation while leveraging that diversity to enhance the air and space force's ability to deter and, if necessary, deny our nation's competitors. Um, I'm not interested in an air force that is diverse nor military that is diverse. I'm interested in an air force that can kill the enemy and a military that can kill the enemy. If that means we have more of one type of person than another, it's meaningless to me. It should be meaningless to General Brown. It should be meaningless. Now, letting people know from all walks of life the opportunities that exist in the military, I think that's fine, I think that's rational. Setting goals, do we say, no, no, we've got enough of you, we need someone who looks like this in the military? You have never once asked yourself, what is the color of the person pressing the button to kill the enemy? What is their sexual orientation? Who do they vote for? You didn't care. You care that they were well-trained and ready to fight. You know, this plane that was flying by itself for like 60 miles or more, and then crashed in, in South Carolina. The pilot ejected. We don't have a good answer yet on what happened. Malfunction is, I believe right now, what they're saying. Something about weather. Will I live long enough to find out that the pilot got spooked and ejected? That the pilot wasn't as trained as maybe we thought? Now, I'm asking because I don't have an answer yet from the military about why this took place. I'm glad that the pilot is okay. He ejected uh. Some some minor injuries, was taken to a hospital for evaluation and out of the hospital now. Weather, did a massive storm come upon the plane? Or did it get cloudy? You got all them instruments in the plane, did they stop working? Was this about the error of the plane or was this about the error of the pilot? Was the error of the pilot an error? Or was it something else that led to errors, like a lack of training, a lack of the mentality to be in the cockpit? These are questions. I'm going to say again, I have no interest in diversity in the military. I have an interest in the best of the best being in the military this is general charles brown you can't let it just uh be happenstance that brings in the diversity whether it be race gender ethnic background sexual orientation social background you really got to spend some time thinking about it because you may miss an opportunity if you don't really spend some time looking at the slate of candidates and then asking some hard questions and that's an aspect of uh you know me as the chief of staff uh when i sit down with secretary brett we just had a conversation about this yesterday as we're looking at uh some key positions, you know, who are the diverse candidates and are we making sure we are grooming them so they have the opportunity? Good people, that's what you want. Something tells me that the general might not think of good people the way I do. My concern for the military grows every single day that we are focused on the wrong things and we are not prepared to fight. Commentaries like this only reinforce that. I wish him well, and I wish our military well. But damn, we are not focused. Elections have consequences. And just like when we talk about clean the swamp or drain the swamp, what that means, it's time to start removing people and re-entering a new philosophy into our military, into our State Department, into our Defense Department, etc what is it that we're here for what is it what is the job we want done I'll get into that on Tony Katz today at noon how bad is it don't sugarcoat it give it to me straight want coffee I think I need some coffee That's, that's me hey how are you 93 wibc good morning dow futures down 211 nasdaq futures down 175 now the federal reserve did not raise rates but what they said is um we're not going to lower these things what, what are you all what are you all nuts maybe there was hope some kind of weird fetish hope uh, that the fed would sing signal that all is good and inflation is down and so we're going to bring these rates down inflation is not down it's not as a matter of fact inflation was up and doesn't look like it's going to trend in any other direction everything's possible but i don't know about probable the 10-year treasury hit 4.43 the highest rate it has been In 15 years, we've spoken with Lance Lambert, who is the real estate editor for Fortune magazine. The spread in terms of uh, basis points between that rate and what we're seeing in interest rates is almost 3%, 297 basis points. You you have interest rates on 30-year fixed mortgages going for near 8%, and as he said, some cases over 8%. And the federal government wants to tell you that oh everything is fine. I actually have uh, exclusive audio of a secretary of um, the treasury, Janet Yellen, talking uh, about the economy. Ah, you see, I'm just the worst. Remain calm. All is well. One day I'm going to learn how to use my system. I swear I am, and then these jokes are just gonna just gonna roll right off the tongue. I tell you. It's not okay. They want to tell you that if you were to look at, at the future, right? You, you, you go forward looking that this economy is going to see a 5.1% policy rate at the end of 2024. A year from now, you talk to Lance Lambert, and you talk about what it is that we have seen, and what you find is that they've got that number, for example, the Mortgage Bankers Association, near to six, I should say five and a half. They've got the number of five and a half. But these are also the people who think that at the end of 2023, mortgage rates will be down to 6.3%. So in the next three months, magically, it's going to drop over a percent, the mortgage rates? Who believes this? Who possibly believes this? I would love it. Don't get me wrong. I don't need economic disaster to prove why Biden shouldn't be president. I think that's crazy town. The people who are like, oh, this is good for us. This isn't good for anybody. This sucks. This is not good for anyone. But the government's trying to paint a rosy picture. 5.1 at the end of 2024? Nah, mortgage bankers see 5.1 at the end of 2025. And that's revised from where they saw it a few months ago at 4.6. They revised it up a half a percent. Don't expect things to get normalized. Don't expect things to get normalized anytime soon. And while the world may be crazy, and these people may be crazy, you don't have to be. You shouldn't be. Don't get me wrong. We've got work to do. We've got fights to take on. We have votes to make. We have things to do. But every now and then, you got to take a breath, you got to take a beat. You got to take a moment. And that's why we bring about uh, the TK Thursday music moment. I'm TK, uh, by the way. Tony Katz, how are you? We take a moment. We play some tunes. We roll down the windows in our car. We step out of the house onto the stoop, the deck, the driveway, into the hallway. I don't know where you are. You're at the office. Turn up the music. It's going to be all right. It is going to be okay. I went to 1977. 1977. Pretty sure it was 1977. And I said to myself, well, anytime you can do something with Bowie, you should do it. Roll down the window, step outside, it's gonna be okay. Enjoy the music, all right. So maybe it's about the horrors of drug addiction, but man, is it catchy. Iggy Pop, Lust for Life. It is gonna be all right, guys. We don't have an option. Breathe deep, enjoy. Yeah. It's going to be okay. Sometimes you just got to take a moment, people. It matters greatly to your soul. Lose your soul, you lose it all. Nathan's been crushing it with the music today. Crushing it. Thank you. We got to set up the Spotify, man. Taking the music moment, taking the the bumper music, and making it playlists for people that they can access. I'll pay for the Spotify account. You just got to set it up. I can do that. Yeah, it's got to happen. I've only been wanting to do this for four years. We're started. Uh, having like Ben Davis put together the music for the do show. Do you I remember, remember Matt? So, first of all, Tony Katz 93 WIBC. I haven't done that in forever. I was actually thinking about it the other day. It's funny you bring it up. I used to have, because we've got high schools uh, around the area that have radio stations. Ben Davis has one. There's one in the thing in Knightstown. Carmel has one. And having them, I, I, I used to have them do the bumper music. I used to have, you can turn off the music. I, I used to have. Them do the, the the bumper music for the the show, and like we would do a week dedicated to them. We should bring that back, Matt. We it's should a, bring that back. I thought it was a terrific idea because as so many of these metropolitan schools do have people that can work with radio shows and media and everything. And I, I think it'd be great to invite them all in. Think about the different kinds of music we'll be able to hear. I, I think it's a terrific idea. All right, all right, all right. So so if you uh, have, if you know of a, a high school that has a radio station, um, let's put out the call. Let's figure out who we talk to. Let's figure out how we get this done. Uh, if your high school, local high school, has a radio station, we want you to program our bumper music. Jonathan's doing great work, but we think you can do it better. We want you to program our bumper music, a week's worth of bumper music, so so, what would that what would that be? I don't know how many. Uh, Jonathan will figure it out. But first, uh, if you have a radio station, uh, you gotta you gotta get with us. You gotta you gotta get with uh, Jonathan at at WIBC, and then we can reach out and figure this out. And we will hi- we will highlight your school radio station for a week. We we will do this. Sponsorship's now available. It's I always say that. That's always the way it is. We haven't done. Di- That is, it's been seven years since we've done that, man. Yeah, it's it's it was one of those shows, you know, you have all these great ideas, and and then you get busy, and you just gotta work your way out of it, but it was one of those ideas that's really local, and I think the kids would absolutely have a great time doing it. But it was more than an idea, I mean, we did it. We did it a bunch. That was before me. Okay, that was before me. That's right. Yeah, no, we totally did it a bunch. A hundred percent. We did it. So, let's bring that back. All right. If you have a uh, high school radio station, reach out to producer Jonathan, and, uh and let's start the conversation. We'll figure out how to do this by this time next week.